Hello, Governor. What Whoa. up? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Governor. <laughs> Hello, bruv. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Vexed Intellect. I am. Okay. <laughs> I missed that last week. I did. Yeah, I, I paid. We didn't do that. Yeah. I am. T'Challa, bitch, holla. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of your better ones. Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard somebody say T'Challa, make you holla. But that T'Challa, too. That too, bitch, holla. So much <laughs> yeah. smoother uh, with a V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jared Dam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jameson St. James. And we are the hey, Vexed, vexed Intellects. intellects. <laughs> Gentlemen, huh? Gotta do it. How's you knew he was gonna say that. You knew he was gonna say that. How's, how's your week? He knew I was gonna say it too. Yeah. Um has been good. Uh just celebrated this past weekend, um, my birthday. So uh hey. yeah, thank you very oh wait, I don't know. We snap. Nah, see I see what you did there. You almost made me snap up. See? What? You almost got me. You what, almost what got I do? me. We don't snap. For, we snap for you, little girl. See, you almost. Oh, I see what you did. I, I see what you did there. You almost got me. I was like right no, there. No, man. Snap. I was trying to. No, no, no. But you know what? I'll, Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, um, birthday dinner. Um, spent some time with a few friends. Even had lunch with my dad. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great how he how he. Was, Destroyed his steak, but it was great. It was, it was a great lunch. Oh, wait, what do you mean? It was, well done. No, he's first of all, he, he like split it in two, right? and then he, he huh. put a half a bottle of Heinz fifty seven sauce on it. I, I didn't know what he was doing. It must not have been good. Where, where were you? All that? Uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah still, no, yeah. Still. If you're a potential sponsor, shout out Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, My steak was uh, yummy. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Yep. Sure it was. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of meat on your birthday, oh, <laughs> uh, son of a bitch! Um, did uh, did you have your meat swinging? So that you night? know, you know, the, the thing about it is, I, I I did enjoy my birthday, and no, it's no story. Um, I just enjoyed my birthday, and uh, yeah. So, Jameson, how was your week? <laughs> was that a what was that? That was a a misdirect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, just checking. Yeah. Well, we know what that means. Keep going to kill y'all, man. Keep going to kill y'all. Hey, Cam. Hey, <laughs> Sorry we missed you. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so my week was good. Um, just got back from an amazing weekend in Louisville. And uh, I will talk kind of about the weekend uh, on uh, You Glow Girl. So um, I'll wait for that. But uh, great weekend. Uh, came back um, oversauced, I guess is the word I'll use. Hey, hey all right. <laughs> and uh, ready for another actual relaxed vacation next week. Dope. Dopeness. Uh, no one asked, but my week was great. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember your name. We, we forgot to give a fuck. T'Challa, uh, make you holla. No, no. T'Challa, bitch holla. Yeah. T'Challa, bitch holla. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, I had a, a great week. We uh, buried my grandfather. Oh. It was a beautiful ceremony. Um, got to spend time with my lovely family, man, and that was dope. So my week has been great, 
and um, saw Avengers in game, of oh, course, yeah. and um, Game of Thrones, which I think we will talk, uh, we will discuss both. <clears throat> but yeah, glad everyone had a great week. All right. Um, this week's episode is sponsored by No Chill Heating. That was formerly No Chill Heating and Cooling, but they lost their AC certification, so now it's just No Chill Heating. <laughs> in, in the South, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so look, we know it's summertime, folks, and <laughs> everyone's getting their air conditioning reserviced, but winter's coming, and <laughs> it'll be here before you know it. It's never too early to start thinking about making sure your systems are ready for those chilly months. We'll provide a routine check every month from now until the rest of the year for one low monthly cost. In fact, take advantage of our early bird specials and we'll include a free box fan and a 12 pack of ice cold bottled waters (laughs) as a token of our appreciation and to help you stay cool in the absence of our lack of AC service. (laughs) Uh, Once again, that's no chill heating, a summertime tradition. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to No Chill No Chill Alright, today is May 2nd, 2019 well, Actually, first off Our word of the day You Sorry Inexorable. Inexorable, not to be persuaded, moved, or stopped. Relentless. Inexorable. Uh-huh. I'm inexorable on that ass. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Wow. <laughs> toxic masculinity. That was pretty toxic of me. It was pretty toxic. I apologize yeah. early. All right. Uh, the day is May 2nd, 2019. Couple fun facts about today. So, on this day in 1918, General Motors acquires the Chevrolet Motor Company of Delaware. Oh. 1990, South Africa and African National Congress open talks to end apartheid. Hmm. The year 2000. President William Jefferson Clinton announces accurate GPS access would no longer be restricted to the military. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know that military created that? I knew it, but I didn't know that that's mm-hmm. yeah proprietary. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> because if I had to use those old maps that you had to open up, the atlases and shit. All right. This day in uh, 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed by U.S. Special Forces. And... Lastly, in 2018, it is the one-year anniversary of Kanye West's infamous Slavery Was a Choice rant at TMZ. Wow. Has it been a year already? It's been a year already. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to the douchebags. Yeah. And assholes. To the douchebags. <laughs> All right. And those were just a few fun facts for this day, May 2nd. And I think that is a great time to get into... First things first. 
All right. And we'll start first, unfortunately, with another shooting in a place of worship. Um, this time, a, a California uh, synagogue shooting on Saturday of a, a community just north of San Diego um, had casualties where a 60-year-old woman was killed, a rabbi was shot in the hand, and two others were left with shrapnel wounds. Um, intellectual reactions to um, yet another shooting. So they they caught the gentleman. Uh, he was a, a gentleman of Caucasian descent. Um, he looked uh, unhurt. Yeah. <laughs> like they brought him in unscathed. They were able to, to find a way to bring him in unscathed. Uh, those kids How? in Florida, uh, you saw one kid get How his head smashed into the ground for picking up a cell phone. Right. Yeah, but this guy, they didn't feel threatened and they were able to bring him in unscathed. So, hey, cool, man. Uh, glad they got him. Uh, another tragedy. I really wish. Do, do you do you guys think this is like copycat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. So, um, of course, it's copycat. It's, but I don't understand. I guess it's copycat, but I'm still at a loss. I'm right? with you. Absolutely. With you. And so my thing is, what's wrong with? What do you think you're accomplishing? I don't know. Like, what are we getting out of this? You know. Just senseless. Yep. <clears throat> Another right. sad fact, huh? Yeah. So. Let's just move on to a, a lighter. Four. Topic. Um, Avengers Endgame. Hey, hey! Now on April 26th, uh, Avengers Endgame debuted um, for the weekend. Was over over 150 million dollars was made domestically and 1.2 billion dollars globally. Hey, I'm not, not going to ask you guys. Have you seen it? Because you should have. What are your reaction? What's your reaction? To- so three hours and one minute of bliss. Oh yeah, uh, I cried. Mm. <laughs> I won't no spoilers. <laughs> but uh dope, man. I thought they did an amazing job. Uh I enjoyed it. It was a sea of emotions for me. Like yeah, I I, I sat in the movie theater about, about ten minutes afterwards just trying to Oh, you're one of those. Well, I, I had to kind of just take in. So everything. you really didn't leave any Easter eggs in the end this time, right? No. Okay, cool. No. Just making sure. I left. Because yeah. I, I heard it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the end game. <laughs> no yeah, reason for any eggs in the basket. But I haven't seen it. Oh what's wrong? Yeah, I need it. Do it. I agree. So uh, the problem was I was traveling. And oh, yeah. Yeah, you were traveling. It didn't traveling. work out. Yeah. Okay. And I want to make sure it gets its just due and time and a calendar. So I'll that's, be seeing that's it fair. soon. That's, okay, we won't, hold, we, won't, we won't hold you to uh-huh. higher standards for that. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to the next one. Three. While we're talking about, um, you know, epic entertainment, um, Things like the Game of Thrones recap. Hey, guys, we didn't give you a recap last week. We apologize. Shame yeah. on us. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you're right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It, so if you hadn't seen it, don't listen right now. But you know what? Yeah, you probably, you probably should have. Too probably should have. Yeah. yeah. Um, Battle of Winterfell. Epic. I was nervous for an hour and 20 minutes. Like, I, I couldn't breathe mm-hmm. for like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I was. I didn't know who was gonna die. I was, I was like, I was seeing dragons everywhere. I could, I could barely see because it was so dark. I, yeah, it was, I was stressful. Yeah. Did Did you sleep on Sunday night? Not really. No. Hmm. No. No. Tossed and turned on. I did. I did. Your Your reaction? What is What is the standout moment of an episode for you? Shout out to the young queen Arya. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. 
See, ladies, this is what happened when you when you let him beat. Let him beat, and you can save the world. Is that what happened? <laughs> that shit gave him wings, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Red Bull had the best night ever. She got laid, and she killed. <laughs> yo. Spoiler alert. Yo. Oh, I, I think I saw one post where she had a cigarette in her mouth, and she was like, uh, Night King. Sacramento oh, Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't That's matter. LeBron, Starks man. and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah Starks yeah. and four. Starks and four. Yeah, shout out to Aria, man. <laughs> All right. Let him beat, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not, not today. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, not today. <laughs> Pour that man a drink. What you want to talk? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he needs some milk or something. I, right? need, I need something. Um, <laughs> girls. <laughs> oh. uh, he needs some milk. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Oh. Uh, the, a young lady, and I use that term loosely, um, vandalizes um, Nipsey Hussle's um, mural in Connecticut. Uh, apparently, a Harford team identified as KK uh, uh, spray painted um, graffiti all over the mural and with a with some black spray paint and took selfies of her work. Also pro- promoting herself on Facebook as well, while uh, a crowd of people just watched. Um, what I think what stirred me the most was the, the young lady who was filming it, who who kind of almost encouraged the behavior. I think huh. she was in on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think she was in on it. Hey, man, clout chasing is at an all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> clout chasing is at an all-time high, and it's disgusting, like, the things that these kids do for attention. And it's not just kids. Let me not just relegate that to kids. The, the things that people do for attention today is just absolutely... Sickening, Despicable. sickening, yeah. disgusting. What's wrong with y'all, man? Were y'all not loved enough as as kids? Like, what? What is it, man? Like, y'all didn't get enough attention at home. Like, what's? They have no personality, the dude. So you can't go out and be somebody, right? So you have to prop yourself up as this online warrior. Yeah, it's the social media era too, where you, exactly. you got to get more yeah. likes, you got to get more views. Disgusting. Yep. She's a lame. Yeah. Uh, I saw the video. Trash. You'll That's be forgotten next week. Yeah. They've already uh replenished the the mural and it looks even better than ever. So you're nobody. You're lame for that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. One. Finally, we we want us um, you know, turn our attention to John Singleton. Um on Monday, um he did pass away uh, with complications to a stroke. Um as you know, John John Singleton, groundbreaking um, film director and screenwriter producer. Um, he was fifty one. He had a stroke on April seventeenth, and um, the family, after um, you know his battle, decided to pull life support, and he he passed away on Monday. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on the legacy of of John Singleton? Legend, yeah, legend, just uh, flatly. A legend, and um, he gave us some groundbreaking work. He gave the world a peek into what life is like in the hood. Mm. Uh, So I salute the legend, John Singleton, man. That really saddened me to to hear that today. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's kind of like that um, he's as much a legend uh, for us like Sylvester Stallone. You know, you have a idea and you have something that you believe in and you want to you want to be the director. Just like Sylvester Stallone was like, hey, I'm Rocky. And that had to be part of his contract. And so um, kudos to him for knowing his worth 
um, King, uh, but also, um, you know, just just love the work and um, too bad, too, gone too soon. Absolutely. Our thoughts and prayers are to the family. And that's all from first things first. Thank you, Jared. Um, we got to come up with something else. Uh, this not a shot at what you just said, but uh, outside of thoughts and prayers, because it's become kind of come like a, a yeah. joke. Yeah. Or yeah, uh, yeah. a true, lot true. of uh, the the PewDiePie, the uh, nationalist. That's like a a joke, just like the the AOK symbol, the white power signal. Mm-hmm. It's become a, a bit of a joke. Thoughts and prayers, because that's yeah. what the NRA always does when there's a tragic shooting. So we got to come up with our own. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Something that that um, is different, but it's it's meaningful. Right. Yeah. We got to come up with our own thing. Thank you, sir. What that? Why can I never find this shit? Sorry. All right. Um, and that was first things first. Uh, <laughs> this week in Donald Trump. Oh boy, he took off week last week, but he uh, he came back with a vengeance this came week. Came back with that fire. And <laughs> last week we um we couldn't find anything any noteworthy tweets or anything wild that he did but this week he came back with a vengeance so uh first of all he tweeted that robert e lee was a great general Mm. Mm. i'm just gonna leave that out there um (laughs) nothing more needs to be said right robert e lee was a great general you read between the lines uh secondly after joe biden announced that um He was throwing his name in the hat for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. Yeah, boy, tweeted. (laughs) After uh, he tweeted, uh, welcome to the race, Sleepy Joe. (laughs) I only hope you have the intelligence long in doubt to wage a successful primary campaign. It will be nasty. You will be dealing with people who truly have some very sick and demented ideas but if you make it i will see you at the starting gate he also stated that he was a young vibrant man and that joe biden is old <laughs> wow <laughs> who's young and vibrant himself and he's like 45. four four years younger than joe or something, something like, that. like that yeah but look 10 years older yeah. uh, he wow. also sent a couple tweets uh, to bernie sanders uh, he said quote the democratic national committee sometimes referred to as the DNC is again working its magic and its quest to destroy crazy Bernie Sanders Wow! <laughs> for the more traditional, but not very bright sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, here we go again, Bernie, but this time please show a little more anger and indignation <laughs> when you get screwed. <laughs> Whoa. Gentlemen, your thought. <laughs> he needs some thick gems. I think oh, <laughs> for that tweet. <laughs> Yo, this dude's the old way. This dude. Oh, man. Dude. Horrible for the country. Great for this week at Donald Trump here on the Big Sense Is he horrible? Because mm-hmm. I tell you what, man. he <laughs> <laughs> A wealth of entertainment. Uh, trash. Agreed. All right. So so he he has his name, Sleepy Joe Biden. Sleepy and he already Joe. was calling uh, Bernie Crazy Bernie. So, yeah. But Sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, is, so he is couldn't say name. Crazy Joe. So, yeah. so only... 
Crazy Joe would have worked. Yeah, he would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So only the top candidates get no, no, because you got Pocahontas. Yeah, that's, that's Elizabeth uh, Warren. Elizabeth Warren. We should. We got to do our, our Democratic uh, candidate. Episode, we do. So, with all with all twenty, they all have gotten I know, right? aligned. Yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, lastly, he sent a tweet congratulating the number two pick, Nick Bosa. Uh, Bosa previously came under fire for some old tweets supporting Trump and calling Colin Kaepernick a clown. Uh, Now, Bosa scrubbed the tweets and has since apologized because he's going to, air quotes, liberal San Francisco. But um, I think Trump's message is, is clear. Here and, and congratulating him and not congratulating the number one pick, Kyler Murray, who's black. Uh, but I think this is more so about his tweets. Yeah. You know, this guy is a master troll. He is. <laughs> a master troll. And I honestly think that that was one of the, the big reasons that, that Kanye liked him because Kanye fancies himself a troll also. Yeah. Uh, so who's a, who's a bigger troll? Uh, oh, it's Donnie. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, forty five is a master yeah. troll, but it's dangerous. Well, anyway, we're not going to go into that. Anyway, that was this week and uh, Donald Trump. So, uh, off the heels of that last tweet about, um, all right, Bosa, we can get right. right into Vex Sports. All right, there's my trash music. All right. So, Kyler Murray was selected first in the NFL draft to the Arizona Cardinals, and Josh Rosen, the top 10 pick last year by mm. the Arizona Cardinals, uh, was traded to the Dolphins. Do you guys have any thoughts on that at all? They upgraded. Yep. Because Rosen is trash. Is he, though? I mean, he didn't have a lot to work with. He didn't have a lot to work with, but he didn't show a lot either. And I, and I and I and I think well, you know what? I I think he has a better opportunity in Miami, though. Um, you know, not much, but better. True. Um, and he can actually, you know, prove himself. Miami usually has a better defense. Yeah. 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 Cameron Wake's still there. All right. Uh, secondly, and to stay with the draft, um, the Giants, the New York Football Giants, oh. shocked the football world by drafting Duke quarterback. Daniel Jones <laughs> with the number six pick overall. Um, they also had the 17th and the 30th pick, so a lot of people were kind of scratching their head at that pick. Mm. Uh, apparently, this is a, a Manning guy because he went to their quarterback camp and he has the same quarterback. Hey, I'm a Cowboy fan, so I'm cool with the the Giants <laughs> pissing away their future. So, you glow girl to the Giants. <laughs> You guys have any thoughts on that? The Giants find new ways to screw themselves. Like I, I like trash. I don't, I don't hate the Giants. But, I do, but of course you do. You, they're in your division. Them and the Eagles. Yeah, I hate the Eagles. But of course you do. Yeah, but <laughs> they find new ways to screw themselves. It, yeah, they do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, I, thank I, you, Giants. Yeah. yeah. So for me, <laughs> thank you, Giants. <laughs> So for me, I think Sorry. that uh, the Giants uh, did an old school thing. They wanted to pick a face True. Yeah. Uh, to pander to, you know, the majority culture um, to say, hey, this is your champion. You can rally behind them just like you did Manning. Pass the torch in the same fashion. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, 
staying with the Giants, actually. Uh, their, one of their draft picks, defensive back Corey Ballantyne, was shot mm-hmm. in Topeka, Kansas. Uh, now, he has a non-life-threatening injury, but his college teammate, Dwayne Simmons, was killed in the same shooting. Uh, Simmons was 23 years old. So, um, Where were they? They were in Kansas. So the, the school they went to uh, is in, in Kansas, small mm-hmm. school, uh, Topeka. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, I don't want to – the alternative that we're going to come up with for thoughts and prayers to um, – the family of Dwayne Simmons. That's tragic. Yeah. Uh, tragic. The Giants are aware uh, of, of the shooting and uh, they are working with the authorities. Uh, but Corey Ballantyne, their draft pick, is actually okay. So, all right. Number four this week in Vex Sports uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, his criminal case has been reopened. Huh. Uh, he was accused of abusing his three year old son, uh, breaking his arm by punching him in the chest. Um, an 11 minute recording was released to a Kansas City news station of Hill and his fiance accusing each other of abuse of the boy. Uh, the Chiefs have barred Hill from the facility and all team activities uh, pending investigation. Um, a quick note back to the draft again. They did um, draft a speedy wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that they're probably setting up to, to move away from him. And he had some some quote unquote or air quote character issues coming out of college Absolutely. as well yeah. mm-hmm. he did. so uh it sucks man he's a talent and uh, they're fun to watch but man these weapons that uh patrick mahomes have yeah. boy, they, they are some flawed individuals yeah they are. yeah flawed. go back to kareem hunt yeah, yeah. Yep. so apparently this was a friend of of his fiance his, ba- his child's mother uh so she allegedly recorded this in dubai and uh this was an insurance policy so i, I think she sent it to the friend uh just in case and the friend released it for whatever reason. So the, the case was closed and into the abuse, and, and now it's been reopened with the, the release wow. of this tape. So uh, What kind of friend is that? Right. Yeah. I don't know what the, the motivation. Probably cut her off or something. Who knows? But wow. um, lastly, for Vexed Sports, um, second round of the NBA playoffs I was about to are underway. Playoffs are still happening. Yeah. <laughs> Boston uh, blew out. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. So why are you making that face? I'm not a Boston fan, bro. You making that face? You really don't like Boston, huh? I don't. You're a hater. You're from Shreveport, Louisiana. Anyway, um, I, I so the Boston Celtics <laughs> blew out the Milwaukee Bucks um, at home, so they stole Game One. Uh, Golden State and Houston had their first game, and that was a clusterfuck of officiating, yeah. like. The story was the officiating yeah. in that game, which huh. I personally feel was atrocious. Um, the Warriors won 104 to 100, but, you know, uh, yeah. that game could have went either way. Uh, Clay Thompson was guarding uh, James Harden, and he wasn't giving him the space to land uh, after, you know, a lot of his shots. And the rest weren't calling it. And that's been a rule that has been in place for some Like years. forever, so forever, yeah. Yeah, so... That was actually really Shout hard out to, to Clay watch. Thompson. Yeah, Clay, <laughs> you know. real. I yeah, like Clay. Yeah, I do too. I like He's like my favorite player on the team. Yeah, Toronto uh, whooped Gritty. up on Philly. Um, I never mind seeing Embiid and um, and Simmons lose. Uh, but that boy Kawhi is special, man. Yeah, he's special. Yeah, Forty five he points. Uh, very efficient and quiet. <laughs> Forty five points. Should have been a Laker. Yeah, 
agreed. Hopefully he's still yeah. still an option. Fingers crossed. Uh and Denver and Portland. Doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry guys. I forgot that was your team. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm a hater and that was. And that is Vex Sports. So, um I wanted to introduce a new segment. So, and this is in the in the vein of of sports. Uh so we uh, kind of touched on this the uh, the other week. So after becoming the highest paid player in the league, uh, Russell Wilson <laughs> has been a brand new man. Oh, yeah. So I want to do a, a segment <laughs> entitled This Week in Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we played the clip uh, of him in bed with Sierra where he sounded like Mike from Boys to Men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Baby, I knew about it. I just didn't, I didn't care. care. I just didn't care. <laughs> uh, we missed last week. So uh, let me play this this clip of him uh, getting his hair braided. Hold on. Your wife is you over here braiding your hair. That's what goes on with you. What's going on? Just come to my hair shop. Hey, just man. a second. CC, CC shop. CC hair CC shop. shop. Hey, baby, you can't be turning your oh, hair. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. You All this. over the place, you know? <laughs> 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 when you're like... Uh, the <laughs> caption on that photo was a uh, wifey on braids hashtag Easter weekend fun. <laughs> so, um, yo, he living his best life right now, man. Shit, yes, I would be too. Yeah. Uh, so this week in uh, <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson, um, he posted a picture in front of uh, a brand new 2019 Mercedes G wagon. Damn, they still making those? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, those are fire! I want the G wagon. I do. I want Tesla first. They're like shout but, out Dripline Musk. <laughs> uh, I need my Tesla first, but I want a G wagon. I do. But so don't yeah, know why this week. Man, you crazy? They're like fire driving tanks. They are. The suspension is actually <laughs> not great it's on them. It's trash. They're, they're, <laughs> they're all like fire. a. They're a vanity car. Nah, they fire. Anyway, uh-huh. this week, uh, continuing with the 90s R&B theme, he posted a few pics uh, on IG of him in a, a, a bad boy era puffy coat <laughs> <laughs> in front of said uh, 2019 G-Wagon with the caption, it's a G-Thang. Uh, hey, quick question. What up? I wonder if he's throwing like subs I think at your so. boy Future. I think so. I think yeah, he is too. That's part of it. It's gotta yeah. be yeah. like who? Why would he wear the puffy like coat and drive the G wagon? Yeah, yeah. it's like and then art. say it's a G thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, he also posted another dead anyway. pick um, in front of the G wagon with just the uh, drip emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Came through dripping. Uh, and then lastly, he um, posted another picture in front of the G wagon. Yeah, so it's three three total picks in front of the G wagon. He loves uh, that G wagon. On this one, he said, uh, "Told y'all, just getting started." <laughs> Hashtag new seats. And that was this weekend, uh, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, danger. Yeah. So we here at the Vexed Intellects love the ladies, and uh, to show our appreciation. For the ladies, we have a segment that we'd like to do entitled You Glow Girl, where we highlight incredible feats done by the fairer sex by the ladies. Um, So this week for me, I'd like to nominate Miss Deidre Phillips. So Uh, 
Uh, now, the reason that I'm nominating Miss Phillips, uh, she gifted her daughter, Nia, a beauty business for her 16th birthday. And now uh, you can find them on Instagram at Nia Bree Beauty. Uh, that's N-I-A-B-R-I-B-E-A-U-T-Y. Uh, now, per Black Enterprise, Deidre invested and formed Nia Bree Beauty, a lip gloss collection and other beauty essentials. Uh, which again is now available uh, for consumption online. Um, Deidre said, quote, I thought to myself, I can always buy her a car. A business, however, could teach her many valuable lessons, such as how to lead, build a vision, time management, team building, marketing, budgeting, investing, managing finances, customer service, and so much more. To be 16 years old and learn these types of lessons is invaluable. It will serve her for the rest of her life. So my Uglo girl goes to Deidre Phillips for gifting her 16 year old daughter a beauty business and setting her up for uh, financial sustainability. So to Deidre Phillips, Uglo girl. Uglo All, right. Girl. All right. All right. I am going to highlight someone locally. Um, you know, my shout out um, Uglo girl goes out to uh, Diana Foster. Now, Diana Foster is the CEO and founder of Cova Beauty. Um, it's, it is actually the largest black-owned beauty supply store in Stockbridge. I think it's uh, looks like it's about 600,000 um, square feet. Yeah. Dope. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. 600,000 square feet? Wait, so hard. 6,000. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 largest real estate facility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 6,000. Like, 6, she must be like Amazon yeah, on, the, on the drop sorry. ship. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> is that one of Bezos' girls? <laughs> side women. Yeah. You know what? It might have been a side He's an older Bezos. man in love. Oh, man. <laughs> it's probably why you're divorced. Yeah. yeah. It's probably why you're divorced. But uh, uh, Coa Beauty, uh, you know, one, one of the, uh, one of the, the shoppers say that they, they want to spend money in a place where um, that's that's val- that values by loyalty and makes me feel welcome and appreciated. So it's one thing to to have have the largest um, place in Stockbridge, um, but it's another thing to you know actually bring um, quality customer service and, and a quality product to the black community. So um, Diane Foster, you glow, you glow girl. girl, you glow girl. All right, all right, all right. Okay, and uh, my Uglo girl for this week is a shout out to my friend, uh, Samar Rivers, the CEO and founder of the Black Bourbon Society. Uh, those who don't know, Black Bourbon Society is a, um, it's really a machine, I guess. <laughs> it's a, an organization that promotes um giving black folks a voice in areas where we haven't had a voice. Uh, the primary target in this, this particular instance is whiskey. Uh, so it's teaching folks about um, what whiskey is all about, where it comes from. Cause as you guys probably know, um, they just market to us whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And because it's prevalent and well distributed, we often buy it. And so it's really just having an understanding. And so did a weekend uh, in Louisville, like I was mentioning in the opening, uh, called the Brown Derby Weekend, uh, which is, uh, it was opening weekend of the Derby, um, Churchill Downs. They had some nice races. 
Um, it's it, so we were able to do some whiskey tourism. Um, had some great stuff at Woofer Reserve. Uh, some good stuff at Buffalo Trace, uh, and sprinkled throughout the weekend uh, was black history and black experiences that you would never get or rarely get. Uh, Freddie Johnson, uh, old black historian, his his whole lineage, his uh, father and his grandfather were partially responsible for um, making Buffalo Trace's antique collection and Pappy Van Winkle or the Van Winkle collections as um, uh, popular over the years. And then the, the main thing that I wanted to shout out is they had the black jockey brunch on Sunday. Uh, the intent there was to, uh, honor, uh, the legacy that the black jockeys had left. Uh, so, uh, great weekend, great work, well executed. Samar Rivers, you glow girl. All right. So shout out Samar Rivers. You glow girl. Right. And that was you glow girl. Um, hashtag stay woke. So I've got a stay woke. <laughs> uh, this week, my stay woke is, uh, I think this is the last weekend for Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> So um, my stay woke for you, if you are intending on um, going out to Coachella, <laughs> is uh, stay woke. There was uh, apparently a herpes outbreak. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, at Coachella. Um, Coachella is linked to a, a, a spike. And uh, herpes reports uh, in Southern California. <laughs> um, so you know when you attend a, an event like Coachella, you want to leave with memories. <laughs> you gonna leave with memories. Memories that last forever, a lifetime. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I will just say, um, <laughs> if going to uh, to Coachella, uh, hashtag Stay Woke. Um, because apparently there is a herpes outbreak uh, in, in Coachella now. I question a, a lot of this because uh, there, a lot of this was according to an STD diagnosis app called Herp Alert. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and according to them, there's been a 2,083% increase in reported herpes cases. 2,083. Can you trust a site called Herp Alert? <laughs> Well, it's, it's supposed to be hey. where you can send in pictures or something. Are they, put, uh, are, your mouth, are they, are they putting general? names on there? I don't know. Hey, I That's smashed a, this person. Uh, yeah. And That's I had another this. another stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's a true stay woke. Stay woke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, if you're going out to ho- uh, Coachella. Hotel. No, it is Hotella. <laughs> <laughs> stay woke uh, at Hotella. Yeah, stay woke either way, uh, just in case. Um yeah, protect yourself at all times. <laughs> Quote an old uh, boxing reference. And that uh, is this week's uh, hashtag stay woke. So, uh, fellas, I got to ask y'all something. Uh, I was having a conversation with a, a good friend of mine, and, and we were discussing um, her personal trainer. Mm. And that morphed into a conversation about uh, some of the the 
fattiest uh, occupations amongst men and women. And I told her that, you know, uh, a personal trainer is, is one of the fattiest yeah. occupations Duh. of all. Yeah. Folks don't have a consistent income. Uh, all right. <laughs> but they still ready to work. Some you got personal trainers dick. lined up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get some new clients. Yeah. AKA. So that spawned a whole conversation as far as like some of the thoughtiest occupations. So I think for men, we came up with a personal trainer, a club promoter, mm, club promoter, yeah. uh, nurse, male nurse. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Especially if you want us a traveling nurse. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> wow. The boy's knocking them down out there. Do you guys have any others that you could think of off top? Yeah. I actually had, a, I actually had a friend that actually we had a conversation about that a couple of weeks ago. And uh, she named um, Barbara. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, I can see it. Yeah. A male barber? Yeah, uh, male barber. Because you bring your son. You bring a lot your of son. single mothers bring yeah. their son in there. Nah, play. You ain't wrong. How about a how about a stylist? Like a male hairstylist oh, for a women. Heterosexual. A heterosexual. Yeah. Yeah. That, Especially that one that's too. really good. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know, we we gotta we gotta keep the thoughtiest of all time on the list. Cheat code. Somebody <laughs> shout out shouted out a professional athlete. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. That's dope. a given. That's a given. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a- <laughs> that's a given. I know. But dope, yeah, you got to shout dope out. Dope boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dope boys. But yeah. I was trying to think of like uh, honest occupation. <laughs> <laughs> like everyday guy occupations. Oh, like. they, they UPS bartender? man. UPS man. Word? UPS really? man be closing? You know how many assistants? I didn't know. I think know. about how many folks, office workers are, are, are women. True. You so you come, come in, come flirting. in, look, yeah, look at, like especially that. if you're good looking, come in flirting, that. like they know you got benefits. Are you doing, mid lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. benefits. I got, I got a package for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. Ah, how yeah. you doing? How you doing today? What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, he ain't acting right. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I see that box. happen in, in, in my. <laughs> For a place of employment, yeah. Mm. yeah UPS Man X Man was, yeah, he was bullying them. Yeah, huh? <laughs> he was, huh? Yeah, with them lines, really? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh I can't think of any more. Off the Maybe top. a bartender. Bartender, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely yeah. The hot bartender with a man bun. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. What about women? Are we allowed to talk about the the, the thottiest women uh, occupations? Uh, oh fuck it, CNA. Uh, <laughs> Not a registered nurse, but a CNA. I don't want to laugh, but I hey, yeah. get mad. Get mad. Uh, get mad. Yeah, yeah. Get mad. Yeah, that's that's true. A CNA. Who else we got? Um, a massage therapist. Oh yeah. yeah. For men yeah. too, though. Yeah. That's both, like a both thing ways. now. Yeah, man, you yeah. can rub my back. Get yeah. a free massage. Yeah. Let me uh, get yeah. a free massage, girl. Hey, or orchids of age. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it starts. With that reach around. <laughs> uh, uh, waitress. Okay, a male waitress. Well, no, we're talking about women, women now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you both think? Both of them. Both, yeah. Both, both of them. <laughs> <B-O-F>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see waitress. I can see waitress, especially Hooters yeah. or oh, Hooters, Tilted sure. Kilt yeah. or uh, yeah. Twin Peaks. Scantily clad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love all those places, so yeah. Uh, yeah. They all have yeah. tr- trash food, though. Yeah, but, they, but you don't come for the food. You, <laughs> you come for the ambiance. You don't? Man, I go to Hooters for the wings. The wings are delicious. Yeah. 
Jameson just gave me a look. <laughs> Strip club for the buffet, oh, too, on. right? <laughs> <laughs> you playing. Actually, I do enjoy strip club wings in Atlanta. Yo, Stroker's Atlanta's Wings. Atlanta's has some of the best wings Yo, in the strip club. Stroker's Wings is, hey, yeah. Speaking of strip clubs, Jared, when was the last time you went to a strip club? Oh, uh, bachelor party at Stroker's. When was this? Uh, it was like three years ago. Okay. But I, I I ended up taking Kim for her birthday. Um, hey. Reporting, yeah. So that's how I knew about the wings. I don't Would remember my bachelor home, party. Uh, I don't remember my bachelor party. And finish the job. Oh, of course not. Um. Yeah. As, he did. as I my recall, man. as I re- hold on, yeah, my man. He did have that gifted yeah. look. Kim, they uh, they sent me savage. Um, <laughs> my man. Yeah. I mean, so I I have been the strip. Did he answer your question from earlier? By the way, he did not. Jared, no, Jared. I think. Well, how was, was your birthday, Jared? Maybe I went to Diamonds. Jared, how was your birthday? It was Diamonds. It was how was your birthday? Place. Diamonds. How was, how, was, how was your birthday? The birthday was, how was, your birthday? was good. I, I had oysters. Oh, uh, yeah. You said what? Now? I had oysters. Wait, wait, wait. Ooh, Afro the my- <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I feel did, proud, did. man. I'm proud of my you? boy. My boy. Little boy left the nest. My I am. That dog will hunt. Um, yeah. So, um, what's the next segment? <laughs> Great. Hey, Kim. What's up, girl? Hey, what's up, girl? No, what's up, say, girl? What's up, girl? Yeah. You gotta <laughs> talk like Russ, Danger Russ Wilson. Oh, what's up, girl? Yeah. <laughs> Seattle, we got a deal. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Yeah, that is how you said. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Need to take a shower. I'm yeah. just saying that. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, do we do we finish with uh, the the thotty stuff? Uh, female. Cover, Excuse me. Woman occupations. Uh, Let me not say female. Motivational speaker. Frowned upon. Therapist. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, uh, that's all I can let go. Yeah. You know, uh, model. Uh, <laughs> oh, IG, IG model and say, other yeah, yeah. <laughs> for booking info. Yeah. If she has for booking info. She's selling. Uh huh. Is she is she display her cash app on IG? Oh my god, uh, that's another conversation we need to have yeah. as well yeah, on air. We do. Yeah, yeah. People are so notes. comfortable with begging. These yeah, days. I hate that. People I hate so that. Hey, you get to see their snapper private. Snap on oh, the private snap, the private yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their Tumblr, but private some Tumblr some women that aren't even doing uh premium snaps, they they just put their cash app. Oh yeah, and I bet it's and, a bunch of suckers yeah. that send yeah. it. Of course, and they like, have oh. nothing to offer They're intellectually, like, or like they have nothing to talk about. Like it's just like, dude, I can see your ass for you, free. Yeah. I follow you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all out there. Hey, it's all out there. So yeah. what am I paying you for? Right. Um, nothing at all. Exactly. So, CNA well, it was number one. Damn. I'm sorry to all my friends at the Bartender. CNA. Oh, I got plenty of friends at CNA too. <laughs> and we actually have nice jokes. I send them memes on it. So they know what oh, time it is. Okay, good. Yeah, they know what time it is. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah. yeah. No, there's some CNAs out there wilding. Of course they should be. Why do you say like What do you mean they should be? 30 to 1 in the That's hospital. True. What That's are they going to do? That's true. Uh-huh. All that it's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all that fresh meat just hanging out there. Wow. Mm. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, obvious uh, occupation. It was just uh, something I wanted to talk about based off of uh, a conversation that I had had. Um, 
with a friend. Another conversation I had a friend uh, with a friend. So this was interesting to me. One of my homeboys and I, we were talking about uh, music initially. And then we were talking about how in the 80s, all you had to do was be a light-skinned cat. Yeah. You know, and that's when a light-skinned Negroes, uh, were, you know, ran the world and were in the prominence, you know, not just Michael Jackson and Prince, but, you know, DeBarge and, oh, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. And then we talked about when that shifted, when the, the changing of the guard and New Jack City. Exact. Mm. You get it. Okay. So, so, so this yeah. is universal then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know why? Because uh, I'll be sure. I need one on, on New Jack City. Chris, uh, no, Chris, it was Washington. Chris, Washington. Huh? It was Washington. Christopher Washington. Chris, oh. You talk about sure? the light skinned guy, the right? Light cat. Yeah, it was Washington. Uh, well, 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 Google's our friend, but was when he name? was a, when he was ended up being a bitch on there, yeah, and um, and then the uh, the dude from um, Jason's lyric, yeah, he ended up being G Money. G Money ended up being a crackhead, yeah, and all, and then Wesley Snipes was like running the world. That woman was like hey. power. Yeah, women are attracted to the power. So <laughs> Christopher hey. Williams. Okay, Christopher Williams. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. What yeah. am I thinking about? No, I'm thinking about Keith Washington. Wow, yeah, yeah. another light skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was the okay, that was the pivotal moment. Okay, for, gotcha. So that was my brand. that was my theory, and uh, so cool. So you're in agreement? Are you in agreement? Yeah, That's when yeah. the shift happened. Mm. Fuck and you. And then after that, you had <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After that, you had Juice, and you had um, you know Boys all these the other movies. Yeah, with with dark skin leads. So, but New Jack City was the one. Blade and New Jackson, and then a white man can't jump after that, so he yeah. went on to thrive. Oh, uh, Jungle Fever, uh, Jungle Fever, yeah. and then yeah. you know, and then that, uh, then the dark skin brothers, he was started. in uh, Mo Better Blues, too. Wesley, okay, that was in it, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah. okay, that, yeah, yeah, I was just that trying just to think, just opened a stream of roles yeah, and, and, for him, like, so representation, and he was in Demolition yeah. Man, and all yeah, so he yeah. was, and and you know, it made them. Appropriate for all demographics, because right. you know the the uh, the other cultures probably like the light skinned guys back then because they could pass, but now they like the Fuerte, the yeah, dark skinned yeah, brothers. Man. So yeah, we were oh, talking wow. about that. I thought that was an interesting conversation about where the shift kind of happened. So I think okay, so I you yeah, know we're not, that sounds about us, right. us, yeah. us lighter brown skinned guys. You know we still cool. Yeah, we still in vote. I can't relate. I'm caramel. Uh, Complected. I don't even know what my complexion is. Hey, you. Something. Like, you're taupe. like uh, ashy. Um, <laughs> ashy taupe. Ashy taupe. You know ashy that, taupe. I like it. You know how that Easter candy gets uh, ashy when oh, yeah, you open it? <laughs> Last year's Easter bunny. <laughs> you still eat that shit that you started hurting? Uh, yeah. I don't do it anymore, but I used to. You're like, shit, I ain't wasting it. Hey, if you're hungry one day, you eat an old Twix. You don't lie like that. I ain't wasting this shit. Exactly. You're about to get took down. Uh, so, yeah. I'd say you buy ashy Easter candy color. Oh, that worked for me. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, at least you're not a hotep, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, ashy hotep. <laughs> also, a color. Still so funny also to a me. crayon color. Still yeah. so funny to me. Uh. Oh man. So okay, cool. We are um in agreement uh, with that. So I want to play a clip, man. Uh this weekend at uh Webster Hall, uh yep. Jay-Z had uh, his second B-sides concert and um there's been a clip floating around the web of a freestyle that he did. 
Uh, and I want to play uh, the clip of, of, of that freestyle, and I want to have a conversation about that. So uh, hold on here. Your name and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into Nipsey moving. To anybody still confused as to what he was doing. Make like the hood to keep us trapped. The red line and the probably the crimes if you live by black. I don't think they hear me though. So uh, the line after that was, "We can easily get off out the barrel if we uh, climb on each other's back." Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to talk about the the one that that's at the top of the barrel can pull every other crab out of the barrel. Mm. So, what do you guys hear when you listen to that? What what, what did you hear? What stood out to you um, in that? Um, I just played. I mean, or what he said. I think the, I think the last line stands out the most to me is the 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 you know we always talk about the crab in the barrel mentality, um, you know, in the black community, um, but when someone gets on top, we don't necessarily applaud them. I mean, you know, it's there's a lot of fake, um, yeah, you know, fake congratulations, yeah, but it, but it's nothing real, nothing. It, it's, it's not fake hug. Fake what's up? Yeah, yeah, fake yeah. Love, fake fuck, fake thugs. Gotta warn myself from your fake shit. I raise up. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. All right. Yeah. No, I was ready. I was. I was like, I was feeling that too. Yeah, gets it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. I get it too. I can't. I can't. <laughs> anyway, was that fake? Congratulations. Is that what that was? And let's say congratulations. So, um, question for you. Yeah. Where do you think we get that crab in a barrel mentality? Slavery. Slavery. Yeah, I mean, I think we cut, um, touched on that in a previous podcast. Um, but yeah, um, so I actually watched a documentary, um, and they were talking about that how, you know, the slave masters uh, would pit us mm-hmm. against each other. You know, yeah. and in the field, like, all right, boy, whoever you know uh, brings in the most, you know, cotton for the day gets to eat in the big house, you know, and gets the the, the extra biscuit, butter biscuit, or you know, mm-hmm. um, or yeah, or or like that scene in the Django, uh, or, or Django, excuse me, <laughs> I like to say the Django, it's fun to me. Uh, I am T'Challa, bitchala, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, they, they would pit us against each other uh, to almost spawn like a healthy competition, if you mm-hmm. will. Well, not even healthy. It was, well, no, yeah. it, was, it, well, no, it was healthy for them. It was it was healthy for the goal. But imagine like at work or in a co-working space or on a, on a team in sports, how you would pit teammates against each other to, to compete and get the best out of each other. Excuse me. I think that that has been handed down for generations. So according to the documentary I, I saw in the research that I've I've done on my own, but that's what stood out to you though, the, the crabs in a barrel. Yeah, piece. yeah, definitely. What about you, James? No, Jameson. so um, 
just for all the folks who weren't paying attention, I think uh, when he talks about buy the block and bring your people in. Mm. That uh, was it for me too. I think that's Gentrify the one. Gentrify your own neighborhoods. That's right. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, Just rebuild your own shit. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, that comes from the other part of his conversation with, with the redlining, right? Because once you decentralize the community, right? So we had community decentralization occurred, you know, with uh, desegregation, I think. Uh, when it comes from a school perspective. And so folks um, moved away from that school neighborhood type uh, environment. And so um, when you decentralize folks, uh, they have to go outside of their community. Well, they have the option of going outside of their community and finding a way. And it, it, it feels like you're giving yourself a better life for your family by going to Alpharetta or going to wherever. Yeah. Um, and it, it is in some ways because of the resources that are left in the community around schools and, you know, these food deserts, good food deserts and things like that. And so moving into a community and that's not a new phenomena, right? right? That's something that's been around for a long time. Um, but what I'd say is it's now getting pressed because people information is pervasive, right? And so people have more information. So what I'd say is, you know, it's all created by that something better outside of where I am. And so if we had really pulled our resources and really made our community great, like the Black Wall Streets, the Auburn Avenues of the world, I think we would be in a better place today. I, I, I My question is this. So in, in, I mean, basically, that's what Nipsey was trying to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's building up the neighborhood, and you know, he he was buying, he was reclaiming the neighborhood for for the black community. Um, and I think the hesitation with that is is actually that you're staying in the hood, and yeah, you you don't have the best schools, and and then when you are, even more importantly, when when you are successful because we hadn't changed that mentality from slavery with their crabs in the bucket, people are jealous. And then that's how, you know, things like the tragic death of, of Nipsey happens. Well, how do we was just, that? you think it was and just that, jealousy? And, but that's, that's a whole other layer. Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you go that's, and yeah, I'm going to talk another, about my layer. Well, no, but that's another conversation. I, so to go back to, to my initial question to you both was what did you hear in that clip of, of the Jay-Z freestyle? And I, James kind of stole my thunder a little bit. Jameson did <laughs> because that's the same thing that I heard. Right. You know, the biggest part that I, I took from that, the biggest piece was the buy, uh, gentrify your own neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you know, and buy back your block and, and, you know, basically set your people up. And actually not surprisingly saw a lot of people have a problem with him saying that. Why? Why was that? Crabs in a barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of people had a problem and maybe it's it's their lack of understanding of what gentrification really means. Yeah. So let me uh Yeah, good. I'm glad you let me that. define it real yeah. quick. So gentrification is defined as the process of rent renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to air quotes middle class taste. Mm. So uh, once again, the, the, the formal definition of gentrification is the process of renovating and improving a house or district 
so that it conforms to middle-class taste. So let me ask y'all this. Let me pivot here. Do you think gentrification in itself uh, as a practice is good or bad? I think as a, as a practice, it's, it's good. However, um, I think, I think the issue is, 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 is why you had to read that definition, right? Because sadly, yeah. Cause most people look at it as whitewashing. They look yeah. at it as taking a historical, historically black neighborhood, whether it's, whether it's, it has, you know, character or whether it's, it has, it's just run down and, and making it quote unquote white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's not gentrification. It's the gentrifiers. Right. And I right. think um, there's so many levels to that because I've lived in a, a neighborhood that had, was that is still transitioning to um, uh, to white, I guess is what, what I'd say. Um, and so the gentrifiers, they come in with this entitlement, entitlement in yep. this. So uh, in D.C. Yeah. I was, I was about, um, yep. yep. So Howard. Showing my thunder. No. <laughs> we talked about, did we ever... Did we ever talk about it? I know that yeah. was one of the if, topics if we, that we were considering discussing. In if we didn't, first. it was a mess. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah we, we, we missed that. Yeah, yeah just, I think just, we did. So just to, just to, just to uh, you want to tell them, go ahead and tell yeah, them. Okay, so there are two instances in D.C. where there are uh, issues where gentrifiers are clashing with longtime residents and, and longtime occupiers of, of the, the space being gentrified. So we have Howard. Uh, where uh, on the lawn, <laughs> a lot of the the newly surrounding gentrified neighborhoods, you know, there are a lot of dog owners, and they're bringing their their dogs onto the yard. Mm. You know, the yard is if you know anything about HBCUs, the yard is a sacred mm-hmm. space. Yeah, these people are <laughs> bringing their dogs onto the yard and shitting. You know, allowing their dogs to shit and piss on the yard. And not cleaning it up. And not cleaning it up. Oh, that's disrespectful. And then there have been interviews with some of these residents and they, well, you could just move the college then. So they're trying to come in and, and, and debo the area. And I think the the president I think I don't, I don't want you to, and I don't want you to uh gloss over that move the no, college. No, no, part. no, no, no. You I'm said not that glossing very, over. No, no, no. I mean you said it the words were just quick. I just want to make sure folks hear that. Well, no, I just, just said the what college. they said, though. Yeah. I'm not glossing oh. over it. I'm just um, saying what was said. It wasn't a dig. What I'm saying is you said uh, okay. it. Your words were quick. And so someone may have missed you say they could just move the college. Well, yeah, that yeah. was a real, yeah. real. That's it a wasn't real even life, a real quote. Life. It was on video. Yeah. An interview of a guy uh, being, he was hipster, full hipster, big beard. Of course. Uh, you know, balding. Um <laughs> Hipster clothes, probably Toms or something. Um, but no, he he was dead ass serious. He was like, yeah, he was. yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just move the college. Then, like, this is a community, and we should share and blah 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 blah. I'm like, bro, you don't know the history. Yeah, and that's a perfect example of what we talk about when we're talking about gentr- the gentrifiers mm-hmm. and what they come into the neighborhood with. And that's yeah, it's like, T'Challa, T'Challa. <laughs> And so that's one layer. And then the other layer, there's, it's so, it's so multi-layered. And, you know, the other layer, the baseline layer is the folks in the community who are losing their homes, right? Yeah. Um, the, the older black folks, black people who may not have resources and they see this short term, 10, 15, 20, 30, $50,000 um, as a, a win when that money goes very quickly if you don't have the, uh, education to know what to do with it and how to how to, how to help it better your family. 
Um, and then, you know, the other piece is that typically what you'll see is that the gentrifiers who are doing the actual development work are not community-based. So they live in Alpharetta or Buckhead or somewhere where they're doing this gentrifying without a thought of the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're saying, hey, I'm here for the money. You know, on their own time, would they drive through the neighborhood? No. They don't want to be in the neighborhood. No they investment, are, no personal investment exactly. whatsoever. They aren't giving any money back to the community. They aren't investing in the community except for that one property. And they're only investing so that they can cash out and take their money to Sandy Springs, Alpharetta, Gwinnett. So uh, I think an Atlanta example. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's happening in Detroit. It's happening in Boston uh, right now. Roxbury, uh, Dorchester, uh, Mattapan, historically black areas. Uh, the last few times I've gone back up, like you see Becky walking the dog comfortably at night. I'm like, yeah. whoa, do she know where the fuck she at? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, do you know where you at? <laughs> it's about to be all mine. Right. So. So gentrification uh, as, a, as a practice, you, you guys feel that it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just depends on who's doing the gentrifying. Is, yeah. is that and, what I read from you guys yeah, correctly? Yeah. yeah. It just depends on how it's done. And it, and it, But it I, goes back. Okay, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, it goes back to what, what y'all saying, what stuck out to y'all as far as that Jay-Z lyric. It's, it's like, you know, doing gentrify it. Your own gentrify hood. your yeah. own hood. People got mad at that. But again, I think gentrification is a trigger word for people that are uninformed. Yeah. yeah. Ill-informed. Fair. Yeah. Um, so you you spoke on redlining, James, and I want to define that real quick. So redlining, for those that don't know what that is, um, because it's not just our job to entertain. It's our job to uh, to educate as well. For those that don't know, uh, redlining is the refusal of a loan or insurance to someone because they live in an area deemed to be a poor financial risk. That is the uh, official definition of redlining so um i don't think i answered so as far as gentrification i don't think gentrification um as a practice is a bad thing um again i i think it 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 matters who's doing the quote unquote gentrifying because if you have someone that's of the neighborhood that wants to see uh the neighborhood thrive and and wants to see it return to prominence i think that it's a good thing because i know i think we both probably know several developers that go back to their hoods and and invest in their hoods right because they want to see nice things for the people uh so that's gentrification as a form of of gentrifying the neighborhood um so i I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing i I think i agree with your assessment jameson that it's it depends on who's doing the gentrifying and how invested they are yeah, I mean, that's definitely a great way to look at it. Uh, <clears throat> but I think you got to take a step back and look at why gentrification is such a watchword or a catchword, mm. you know, for folks. It's part of that larger system. And yeah. uh, from, from from the way I see it, um, you were mentioning that system when you started talking about redlining, right? Absolutely. And so you gave the clinical book definition of redlining. Can you hit it one more time? You got it? Handy? Yeah, I got it. Uh, redlining is the refusal of a loan or insurance to someone because they live in an area deemed to be a poor financial risk. Perfect. So <clears throat> I got some more history on that that I'm going to touch on. Oh, okay, cool. We, we cool. set so, this up. So I'll, so I'll pause on what I'm about to say um, for, you know, more meat that we're going to be given. Gotcha. Uh, and so, you know, what I'd say is, 
that is just a a symptom of the system that mm. we've been dealt. Yeah. And so that's why gentrification is such a, a, a big thing. All right. So let's get after it then. Um, the meat, if you will. Pause. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk about, because I think we all know that when we talk about wealth disparity, um, the, the quickest and easiest way, if you will, um, for people to, to gain wealth is through real estate, through property ownership. So I want to talk about how a lot of these gen, uh, neighborhoods that are being gentrified, actually why this is even a, a topic of discussion in the first place. So uh, it started with the New Deal. So after the Great Depression, uh, Franklin uh, D. Roosevelt and the Fed implemented a series of reform initiatives called the New Deal. And uh, the intentions were to stabilize the economy, uh, to create jobs and to protect people from future economic catastrophes. Now, it was successful in many ways, but not for all people. You see, the New Deal policies were implemented unevenly. Uh, this was especially true in the South, where Southern Democrats or Dixiecrats held uh, a lot of the power, uh, power which rested upon racial segregation. So what's the importance of Dixiecrats well, as a term? Uh, the Dixiecrats were the Confederate states, uh, the heart of Dixie. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, when you think of the Democratic Party today or you think of how black people or black and brown people typically vote it's democrat so the irony that <laughs> this was the party previously upholding uh you know slavery and in segregation etc this was the party of that also why the republicans always say hey we're the party of lincoln right so they, they like to do that, that little nuance to <laughs> yeah. say hey uh yeah. we we've always had you right you know and the shift happened with the civil rights act with lyndon b johnson yeah. uh yeah that, that's when the shift happened but yeah prior to that the republicans were actually quote unquote the like he said the party of lincoln uh anyway um so yeah um fdr uh needed the the southern uh dixiecrat or the democrat support so uh racist policies of segregations found their way into the the new deal and uh this was especially evident in housing so home ownership was important to fdr and uh, he made sure that housing issues were a top priority within the new deal so he authorized the creation of a series of bureaucratic agencies to oversee housing reform uh, one was the uh, agency uh, of homeowners loan corporation which is holc uh, which was created in 1933 to reform the home refinancing process and prevent foreclosures. And the other one, uh, the other big agency was one that's actually still prominent today, the FHA, the Federal Housing Administration, which was created in 1934 to standard, standardize quality construction and ensure loans for home building. So together, these agencies uh, streamlined the process of home building and home buying and they standardized lending practices and worked to make home ownership a reality for millions of Americans post-depression. Uh, and that sounds pretty nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to many Americans, these programs were very beneficial, but not so much for the blacks. <laughs> you see, uh, the New Deal 
uh, housing agencies were infused with segregationist mentalities from Southern Democrats. Uh, These New Deal housing agencies were actually built around the concept that home ownership was something designed to protect white Americans, not all Americans. Therefore, the top priority of HOLC and FHA was to secure and safeguard white home ownership. So in the racist attitudes of segregation, racially mixed neighborhoods were seen as a direct threat to the stability of white home ownership. Uh, the belief was that pop, uh, property value of neighborhood of the neighborhood would drop precipitously once African-Americans or people of other non-white ethnicities began moving in. And I think a lot of those practices are still true today. Uh, you hear about how, you know, when a black person moves into a neighborhood, the, the property value goes down. <laughs> still still talked about. S- still talked about. So since the goal was to use home ownership as a way to protect white families, the HOLC and FHA actually increased racial segregation in terms of living patterns and institutionalized it within federal standards. Uh, so it is worth noting that no research was actually conducted by an uh, actual increase um, in racial segregation in terms of living, excuse me, sorry, uh, conducted by the government uh, on the link between black residents and a decrease in property value, but it was just assumed that having integrated neighborhoods would devalue property. So there was no, no real There's proof. There's no evidence. Yeah. Right. So back to redlining, uh, the HOLC and FHA just didn't offer the same loans, mortgages, or payment plans to people of different ethnicities. They just didn't. Uh, A black man and a white man of the same age and earning potential could apply for a house in the same neighborhood, but only the white man was likely to be approved. You know, they don't think we need reparations, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it's a talking point. I'm I'm glad it's a talking point this time. Yeah, um, the black man was forced to take a house in a community with more black people or more likely to stay confined to inner city apartments and housing, uh, effectively stunting wealth opportunities through home ownership for generations to come. And I think the ripple effects of that are still felt today. Um, And of course, you got the suburbs. The suburbs uh, were created in the 1950s um, in the era of post-war optimism. Um, and the growth of the suburbs was facilitated by the development of zoning laws, redlining, and numerous innovations uh, in transportation. So the irony, to, to circle this back to gentrification, that a lot of those people that fled to the burbs are trying to move back to the inner city. So a lot of these That's neighborhoods right. mm-hmm. that were deemed unlivable um, and, and sol- solvable You know, and there are reasons why, right? So as cities become more densely populated, there's a commute. Mm. You know, you could drive from Alpharetta to downtown Atlanta in 30, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now you drive from Alpharetta, (laughs) it's two hours. Well, Jared Dam is an Alpharetta resident. (laughs) I am. I am. And I have to kind of, um, you know, wait for a certain time frame when I'm able to drive into the city. That's right. So, yeah. and so you can Definitely so right. you can create a certain quality. He was of actually life. late tonight. Mm-hmm. Cuz of traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. And so if you're looking for a quality of life um change, like lowering your commute from 2 hours to 30 minutes, 
like lowering your house costs, housing costs from 500,000 to 200,000, 250, 300,000. That's a change you'll make. If you're young, you don't have to rent it, buy a townhouse in Alpharetta or Gwinnett or, you know, Sugarloaf. You can actually buy a full property with land, with a driveway, 30 minutes from your job. And so all those things weren't a problem back then because we didn't have so many cars. Right. You know? True. And it's just not so many people making it such a so aversive to drive in and out of the city. True. Yeah, so the irony, uh, when you, you talk about redlining and, and also what that includes is depressing the value in these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So you depress the value uh, of, of the homes in the neighborhood and then you come in, buy it at cost, and then you make renovations and then you up mm-hmm. the value of it and then you make it uh, not affordable for residents that are living there and that's how you start to get them out. Yep. Well, and not not only that, you know, you you raise the taxes. You said that? Yeah. No, I didn't say that part. So, you know, so you you get on the city council and you raise the taxes for that neighborhood. Um, And then because a lot of these houses have been passed down, you know, and if you are have lower resources, uh, lower education rates, uh, not as good of jobs, um, you have to ride the bus to work. You don't have food in your neighborhood. You know, all those things are what I equate to access. Yep. You know, when you don't have that level of access, it makes it that much more challenging for you to, let's say my taxes this year are a thousand next year, they go to 5,000. I'm losing my house yeah. Yeah. in three to five years, yeah. you know? And if somebody comes in and says, Hey, I'll give you $35,000 for your house, are you going to take that 35 and roll knowing that you'll lose your house in 15, 15 months, three, three years. So something to consider. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't think, I guess, like I said, to to tie a bow around it and then go back to the initial question based off of the freestyle. I don't think gentrifying your own neighborhoods is a bad thing. I think that, what Jay and what Nipsey are, are trying to teach people. Because I mean, Jay even talked about that in 444, right? Yeah, Take I, that, 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 yeah. that drug money and, and, and invest in your neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if, you, if you're going to, you know, trap your way out of the, you know, the hood or trap your way into to wealth, I redistribute the wealth mm-hmm. into your community. Um, I, I think for me, the, the question is, um, you know, the, you know, they're prominent rappers are saying that how how do we communicate that into the black community? And, and we might not have an answer, just kind of sparking conversation. Well, I think that's what's happening again with, with the freestyle. And I think that with the celebration of, of Nipsey's life and what, what he was doing now that a lot of that has been uncovered because you didn't hear a lot of that. I knew that because I was a Nipsey fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I knew what, what he was you know, working on and, you know, because I paid attention to his moves. I told y'all uh, in the marathon episode that yeah. after the the Proud to Pay campaign, I was like, yo, this dude is smart as fuck, yo. Yeah. Like, he gets it. Like, I, I want to follow his moves. I'm fascinated by what he's doing. So I knew what he was investing in. But now people are learning uh, some of the investments that he was making into his community, the STEM programs, the, uh, yeah. you know, um, the buying of the strip malls and everything. So I, I think that, 
it's being communicated by our leaders. I, I definitely see a shift, man. Um, you know, have y'all noticed how mumble rap is his his kind of fell off? Yeah. yeah, you peep, yeah. you peep. We yeah. haven't really talked about it, but I think people are tired of the fuck shit. Yeah, yeah people like, are tired like of the like shit, your, yo. Like your boy, um, that got caught with the drugs. Hold on, which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little um, gremlin looking motherfucker. Oh, Again, Kodak. which one? Kodak Black. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the border or something. Yeah, the right? border. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, y'all peep how mumble rap is kind of falling. That's off, true, though. That's it's, true. But it's because, like, in, in, in Cole and Kendrick and, mm-hmm. and, and Jay and, and Nip, like, people are like, yo, like, nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, there's a shift happening. You know, we don't I'm want wim- uh, music that, uh, you know, talks bad on women we don't want music that talks about killing their, your brother like yeah. it's almost like the 90s with public enemy and uh like the early 90s with uh public enemy and um you know de la soul and tribe called quest, tribe called quest. Yeah. like native tongues like that whole group leaders of the new school like it's almost like then you know what i mean i, I would it's love like for that to happen. i would love for that to happen I, the age of enlightenment in in, in hip-hop i would yeah. love for that to happen it's it's it's, it's needed it's needed this one yeah. yeah if you pay attention you know what i'm saying yeah. like people are really with all the the bullshit that, that's out there all the clout chasing all the, the the tea and the gossip and all that but there there there's, seems to be an awakening and there seems to be a sense of pride so to answer your question about how do we we communicate, I think that it, it's happening. I think that the shift is happening. If you pay, if you're paying attention, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shift is happening, uh, slowly but surely. You yeah. know, people are paying attention. People are are, are learning. People are uh, wanting to invest in in entrepreneurship. Uh, people are wanting to to be. What is that ringing? I don't know what that is. Air conditioner. Okay. Actually, I wasn't tripping. Uh, but yeah, like they're, um, people are waking up, you know, people are waking up, man. And, and, and just think it's part of the millennial movement. Partially. You know what I think it is? I think it's some of the stuff that we've had to face and had to endure, like, um, with between 45 being elected and some of the stuff that he said, like, when you have so much fuck shit that I think happens, happening before that, yeah, well, I too. yeah, I, I agree. But when you have so much fuck shit that happens, like you can't, you can't ignore it. When it's when it's that prominent, you can't ignore it, and you and you gotta start waking up, or you just you called to do something. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that um, it's coincided with a few things, right? So I think whether we were had misplaced reality or not, right? Um, based off of the actual facts of what happened. Bill Clinton was around and black folks felt some pride. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People of color felt some pride. Yeah. Uh, they felt connected to his presidency like he represented us probably better than anyone in recent history had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of the folks who are supporting this music or music today the hip hops of the world are, you know, 16 to 30. And so when you look at that community, they grew up from a, a little better off than we did, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they had, they felt like a sense of pride in themselves and they had a president that played that pandered, but he played the saxophone (laughs) to, you know, when he was trying to get elected. And so, you know, things that make you feel better. And then if you look at, 
where we are today. You know, you know, they say the kids set the trends. You know, Barack Obama came in the office 10 years ago. You know, yeah. and so what kind of pride does that give you? Like when you just see these things and I think there's a momentum that comes with excellence. And I think on some levels we are we are more excellent. Um, we still got some fuck shit going on, but we are yeah. more excellent. Like a, a lot more of us have exposure and access to things. And so as you evolve, I think your taste evolve. Mm. What, what do y'all think about the impact of uh, Trayvon Martin's death? I mean, I, I think, I think, as far as like people waking yeah, up, yeah, I think, yeah, it could it, it could have started, you know, because it's one thing for police to yeah. get off. It's like that's that's been happening for our entire Forever. lives, <laughs> right? Yeah, but to see a citizen, yeah, get off, yeah. Like whoa! I feel like that's when it really started changing. One of the shifts, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a seismic shift. Yeah, uh, and like you said, with police, did like it sucks, and I'm glad that there's more and more awareness, more and more highlighting, like these uh, guys in uh, in Florida uh, that were slamming the heads of the teens yeah. into the just for picking up a cell phone, man. Like, yeah. but, but you can bring in the synagogue shooter, like mm-hmm. unscathed and no scratches. Roof. Like what the fuck? Not a, not bro? a bruise on him. Sorry, yeah, I just got real upset. Yeah. And you know, you know, and you, I'm gonna tell you, you what our kids like say. animals, man. You know what they've said for many, many years is that they they treat us worse than dogs. Right. You know, so but anyway, I don't want to go kill a black man. You're getting off. Yeah. Kill yeah. a dog, you going to jail. Thanks. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think as far as the shift uh, in consciousness, like it was like, okay, you know what? we really out here like being hunted mm-hmm. down like mm-hmm. for real for real because when you listen to that audio where the the uh he was told to stand down he was told to not follow and he mm-hmm. still did and got his ass whooped by right. a teenager right you know and then <laughs> he's threatened for his life he, he's threatened for his life and he Imagine gets off right. like come on yeah. <laughs> come on yeah. so yeah i think uh yeah i i think it starts there definitely but um yeah man i, I I don't think gentrification as a practice is a bad thing. Um, I actually, before I bought my condo in 2017, I actually was looking on the west side of, of town yeah. because I wanted to invest, but I just was not the, the right move for me at that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I was looking. Well, you know, I think part of the reason it wasn't the right move is because gentrifiers were invested in cash. Facts, yeah. and so and that's a. Great I think point. that's another thing, yeah. right? They have the so every resources. time I see something, I want it. Up, oh, nope, cash. <laughs> yep. You have cash buyers that are that are buying up these properties, uh, doing the quick uh, fix this house or the quick uh, mm-hmm. what, what's the the gains? Uh, your your people's on uh, HGTV, uh-huh. yeah, you know, making everything gray and putting the fucking open floor plan in there with the same everything, the sliding doors. All that shit works. All that shit works in resell though. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I saw that on HGTV. I want that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And they have a contractor on standby and can can get it for the low. Right. So all right, cool. Let's gut this 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 hood ass, trash ass house. Put gray everything in there and flip it. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And even if they're living in it, it's still sure. taking folks opportunities away right 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 but you um, know i guess that that's what they'll call capitalism yeah yeah 
All right, man. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, about what you guys like heard from the freestyle and share what I heard from it, and just kind of. Um, I'm surprised. Like I said, after you saw the backlash for Jay saying gentrify your own neighborhoods, which is still crazy to me. I mm-hmm. wanted to to kind of just touch on what gentrification is, what redlining is, real quick. Not to be preachy, but just to educate. And then just to kind of offer our thoughts a little bit. Yeah. So I think we did that tonight. Is there uh, anything else we need to touch on? Anybody mm. got anything else? Nothing I can think of. No, nothing I can think of. I'm I'm just glad we had this discussion. Um, you know, it, it, I I just I'm glad that we're 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 have this conversation that's going to bring thought into you know sometimes sometimes and and Jay has said it you know you know his lyrics will go over oh, people's I said, head. Oh, you mean Jay, oh Jay Z? Not yeah, Jay Z. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, Sean Carter, <laughs> not Jameson. Uh, <laughs> okay, I've been, not Jameson. Working on my lyrics. Yeah. Hey, uh, let me drop a little bar. Song. Hashtag bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> uh, Behind bars is trash. They'll probably be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. You know. You know what? Because because like the couple weeks ago, I was. You know, every time I played the first part of the episode, it's the fix of the legs. Hey, I was I was with it. I was with, with it. it. Yeah, I was hey. with it. I was. Two out of three ain't hey, bad. Hey, you know what? We got one hater. Kim, Kim was with it too. Kim, was she? Yeah, she, she liked it. Yeah, my girl. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to uh, drop Trash. some drop some uh, lyrics over our intro. The Jameson oh, St. James mixtape <laughs> coming <laughs> coming to your line. <laughs> but, no, I'm, no, I'm glad we have this conversation because you know the, the lyrics do go over people's heads. Who would you talk about? Bourbon. Got a single barrel special, <laughs> but you get it. <laughs> it's gonna be that heat when I get back to the crib. I'm gonna get you that meat. <laughs> oh, hold on. Toxic, Toxic masculinity. You know we had to give you one. Yeah, you yeah. Know we had to. yeah. Oh yeah, we had to. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's good to, to to have the conversation to break down some of the lyrics. Um, to to get more thought into everything, so I'm glad we did that. Play the monologue music. Yeah, me Go too. ahead, flow. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. Go with it. <laughs> the same Come on, freestyle. Oh, oh, hey, oh. skirt it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Turn my headphone up. Turn me down. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they be saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. they trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's not gonna fly. I can do a freestyle. Uh, oh my bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I lost it. I lost okay. it. Oh, oh, that's, my fault. that's my fault. That's my fault. Kill the DJ. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, all right then. Uh, well, till next time, folks. Uh, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Um, till next time, stay blessed, stay vexed. It is the Vex Intellects. Peace. Get vexed. Good night.